0: great form by you hitting play on this podcast now check out same racer
1: the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips same racer download from the app store and google play powered by Bluebet.
0: gamble responsibly call
1: 1-800-858-858 g'day mike Hussie here but you can call me mr supercoach kfc supercoach bbl is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs so what are you waiting for play today at supercoach.com.au
0: T's and C's apply New South Wales authorization number TP slash
1: 01005. It's happening here. Hey, I- the oldest rivalry doesn't take long
0: to turn the temperature right up. Oh, Kiri lands with
1: another roll. Oh, He's been He might go this time. You're very careless here. Cabin Tube's way. Summer oh. He's been denied by Wilde My goodness. Oh. He's going to
0: bed. Oh. It's 13 versus 11. Burgess with the ball. Oh, he slammed into the ground there over the top. He's heading into the ground. Yeah, that's right. We're juicing, we're forced We have it. you were on you're court. Court. Yeah. Get another one. They're going to say this went forward or lost in the tackle. It's oh. another runner. What got Bradley going? Victor's run in. And there they go again. Yeah, we have
1: massive control issues. We're going to go to the bin now. So in the head. Watson oh. clobbered oh. by Melne as he got him high. He's gone e he now go again here. Evan Radley will have it a it double it seat it like gold class. Side by, by side, side little recliner is the sin bit if he got, got him coming in That's It's one on one, careless. You have the opportunity to hit anywhere and you make contact with the head. We have seven. Seven in the bin. Milne's gone twice. Forgive me, Father Vossi, for I have sinned. I enjoyed that far too much last night. As, uh, as, as I'm, I'm picking you did, uh, I'm in the confessional, mate. Um, how was it for you in the booth? I've uh, been calling the game a long time,
0: been watching the game a long time. And, I mean, I go back to the era, you know, when we had five and ten minutes in, bin and a totally different game, but I've never seen the likes of it. Um, so much sporting theatre there, so much drama uh, boy, oh boy. And, yeah, I did joke in commentary. I said they'd set up a little confessional box out <laughs> the front of Valley Hunt Stadium yesterday. And, 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 you know, Victor would have to go through twice. Tane Milne would have to go through twice. But to have seven players off in the course of the match, um, I don't know whether we'll ever see the likes of it again. I certainly had never seen the likes of it. It was just the most extraordinary match. And the fact that it's between the two clubs the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, the oldest rivalry in rugby league. Um, you know, it's it's quite incredible that that was tribalism personified and what happened out on the field. Trent Robinson said <laughs> the two teams chose to play that way. It was quite a enlightening press conference by Trent Robinson. But... Um, Wow, what what a start to the final
1: series. Yeah, massive start to the final series, mate. It was uh, a, a fantastic way to wrap the weekend yesterday. And, you know, there's a, uh, there's there's been a lot of talk about, uh, you know, bringing back the biff or, or or not. We talked about it earlier today and just saying, you know, in ice hockey they let them fight until they hit the ice and then it stops a lot of the yeah. niggly stuff and it stops a lot of the cheap shots and stuff. What do, you, do, you, do you think there's yeah. any chance they go back in, in, in oh. the NRL at any point?
0: Well, I don't, but there is something that I was calling for this morning, and it, you know, as you watch play unfold yesterday, I, I thought I, I thought there was overreaction to a few things. First of all, I don't think Victor Radley, in the very first instance, the first one with Tane Milne. I know I saw it live, and I thought, oh, he's, it looked like a punch, but then on review, I thought, nah, there's nothing in that. And I think that's the role of the bunker to not make a hasty decision, to really have a think about it. He's the one looking at the replays. I'm sure if he watched it a second or third time, he did, yeah, look, he did that, but it's not that bad. It doesn't warrant 10 minutes off. But then later in the game, and you heard Ashley Klein there say, now, he said that he got rid of Totola and Radley because, you know, it's escalated. The game's got out of hand. But when you break it down, what Tavita Totola did with a hand on the face went less than a second. I might see that 50 times a game. It really was nothing, and he got 10 minutes in. And Victor Radley running in, don't you think we need to update our read on that? You know, the old-fashioned, well, you run in and look what started. Well, I throw back the question, what started? Nothing started. There are no all-in punches. <laughs> the old days when a player ran in, that sparked a brawl and punches and fighting. That's 10 years ago. You can't keep issuing that question. You ran in and that escalated. Escalated to what? Escalated to players pulling each other's jersey? You know, Radley went to the bin. Ten players ran in. You know, not all at the same speed as Victor. But, you know, the other week, what was it, um, last week, yeah, you know, all of, uh, in the Newcastle game, 25 players ran in to be involved in a melee where you're just pushing and dragging jerseys and Tex Hoy stayed out and Tex Hoy scored a try on the next play. I'm saying the league need to have a real good think about that, that if you're going to send players that have been 10 minutes running in, what, you really going to do that? Are you really going to keep doing that because nothing happens when they do run in? It's not a. It's not an ugly look. It's not.
1: It's if anything, it's a little
0: embarrassing. Nothing happens.
1: I couldn't agree with you more, Vossi. Couldn't agree with you more. What do you, what do you think will happen? Uh, there's so many players put on report. Well, yeah. Do you reckon the rabbits will be missing a few? or Valandis pull the? It's well, not what the fans want to see, and they can all set it out next season. Well, you
0: know what I. <laughs> yes. You know what I think. I think the most contentious one is Thomas Burgess, the hit on James Tedesco. Mm. Now that's one that didn't lead to a sin. Not not in the first instance. Thomas Burgess does not get Sinbin for the hit on James Tedesco that took him out of the match. Yet I've got a feeling that might be the biggest charge out of yesterday's game. What does that say about how we're ruling on things? I think Tane Mill will get, I think he gets charged for both his, but I'm, I'm not sure how that would work. Is it fine plus fine equals suspension or is it just fine plus fine equals double fine? I'm not sure. I don't think Radley's got anything to worry about. I, I wouldn't have thought. Um, Jared Waria Hargreaves, the, the what, was the head slam. That's probably going to get a charge. Jared's had 75 fines this season. He Mars will have a 76 <laughs> um, to finish the year. Uh, I, uh, but mind you, on a serious note, uh, for players whose season ended yesterday, their next football is the World Cup. Now, in the case of Victor Radley, he's pledged his allegiance to England. Um, I'd be picking Jared for New Zealand. Absolutely. I don't care about the birth certificate. I'm picking Jared to go on the World Cup tour. So, I, I assume that they have to serve if they got a suspension that would have to be the World Cup, which would be very disappointing. Can they play? Say, well, Peter Volandis said Taylor May can serve next year. The fans want me, like Taylor May is allowed to play at the World Cup. Um, can the players make, a, make an application to be able to play at the World Cup and then serve their? bans next year. I wonder if that will come into play.
1: Mm, that'll be an interesting one. I'll tell you who I reckon the luckiest luckiest bloke in that game was last night. And if he could be done at the judiciary for intent, he would be. And that was Matt Lodge. Boy, if Mark Nichols didn't yep. slip and fall, <laughs> yes. Lodge was clean yes. taking his head off his shoulders with that shot.
0: That is correct. Yes, that's right. And I, and I, I thought of that at the time. I think I did say it in commentary. There was so much happening. But we were saying, oh, there's there's circumstances here. Mark Nichols has slipped. But the fact is that Mark Nichols slipped to his advantage because he went under the swinging arm of Matt Lodge. If he stays a little more upright, he cops it right on the button. And that would have been a very interesting moment in all of that. Um, So there was just so many incidents um, yesterday. Look, I'll throw you one out of left field. Latrell Mitchell kicking downfield like an old-fashioned kicking jewel or trying to start a kicking duel What the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> he just handed the ball back to the Roosters. What year is Latrell Mitchell living in? The Roosters got the ball back 40 out from their own line, and by tackle four, they were 10 out from the south line. That was extraordinary. Um, so that was just a game. I See, I call so many matches in the course of a year, i got to say, Ricardo, that, that, that by the end of the season, I can't remember what I called a week ago. <laughs> like, you know, you'd have to... I'd have to look up what was the score. I did. Oh, that's right. I did that game. Yesterday's game, I will remember for the rest of my life. That's how dramatic it was.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a, uh, incredibly dramatic. Uh, and I know it was a tough weekend for you too, Voss. You, you lost the title <laughs> on Friday of the Eel Whisperer. Yeah. Uh, how much of that had to do with Mitch Moses getting uh, binned out of the game early with that head knock? <laughs>
0: The juju is dead. Long live the juju, is what they're saying over here. Um, so that, that's broken. Uh, the Moses um, H, failed HIA obviously had an impact. Jacob Arthur came on and and, and melted, to be honest. You know, he mm. put a ball out in the fall and a drop ball. It was it was a frustrating moment, you know, in, in in the moment for the for the young fella. I thought Penrith thoroughly deserved their win. Um, and I I look back to a period in the first half when Talon May actually went to the bin. I thought that was real championship qualities from Penrith. They were down to 12. Not only did they not concede, um, they scored a converted try while they were down to 12. And I thought that was very impressive because Parramatta had chances on the line, and that was when Moses was on the field. So that was really good from Penrith. And I thought just at the end, though, Parramatta desperately needed Mitchell Moses because when Penrith went up a gear. Sadly, Parramatta didn't get there. And, and I was a bit let down by Clint Gutherson and Dylan Brown. I don't think they brought their regular season end-of-year form to the final series. And once Moses went off, if those other two aren't doing their thing and stepping up, well, then Parramatta didn't have that attacking linchpin that they needed to go with the likes of Nathan Cleary, who starred for Penrith. So um, I'd like to think Parramatta are still a chance, and they are. But boy, oh boy, they need Mitchell Moses to be fit now for Friday night against the Raiders.
1: Yeah, they do. They do. If we if we can't, Vossi, if we can't believe in the eel whisperer any anymore, can we at least mm. believe in karma? Given that Taylor May not only copped a yellow, but then pulled a hammy and may amazing. not make the grand final. Amazing,
0: absolutely amazing, the Taylor May situation. Um, look, as we joked, you know, could he could he have served the sin been in round three? Could he have ten minutes off in a round three game next year rather than on the night? All all of those things with Taylor May. Um, was was quite incredible. Uh, I, I think I think what I learnt from most from the weekend, and we're just focusing on Penrith and Parramatta right now. Parramatta, uh, Penrith is still the team to beat. Would, would you agree with that? I mean, mm. if Penrith play at their best, even though I saw the Cowboys, that was great. The game against Cronulla, the Raiders were really good in beating Melbourne, South Sydney. You know, that was drama charged. But I still think we're probably avoiding the biggest point out of the weekend. If Par- if Penrith play at their best. They win the competition. They're like, they're going to have to do something wrong to lose the title. They're they just they're still above all these other sides for mine. I'll
1: tell you who I, I was really impressed with on the weekend. I I did pick it. I did pick it um, because of just their head to head form. But but Ricky Stewart seems to have it over Craig Bellamy, doesn't Ooh. he? And that fifth fifth win yeah. in a row in Melbourne for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, and and I'll tell you who's terrific. Um,
0: Joseph Tarpany and Josh Papalihi, just fantastic. You talk about old school, you know, front rowers lay the foundation. Well, it so rings true with Canberra. I mean, they were, they were great. They're, they're great in the first minute, and they're great in the last minute. Mm. Um, if Payne Haas, if he thinks he's worth a million dollars, and good luck to him if he gets it, also, Joseph Tarpany's worth 1.5. He's as good as any front row in the game at the moment. Joseph Tarpany's one of the reasons why I've got New Zealand just about favourites for the World Cup. I mean, he's in. He's in sensational form. He's a leader. He's got footwork. He offloads. He plays quality minutes. Um, just going superb. And Josh Pappali he's at the peak of his powers as well. The bigger the game, the bigger he goes. So Canberra's in with a great shot. It's incredible to think that one out of Cowboys, Canberra, or Parramatta is going to play in the grand final. Ricardo, one of those sides. If you were to, <coughs> pardon me, if you had asked me two weeks ago. Who's the biggest chance of winning a comp? Well, I still had Penrith favourites. I probably then had Melbourne and the Roosters as my next picks. <laughs> They're the first two sides out. So now you're going to get a, a grand finalist out of the Cowboys, the Eels or the Raiders. Talk about having to seize the moment. What an opportunity.
1: Yeah, a bit of a changing of the guard, it feels like. And I, I look at that Melbourne team, Uh, this year, and the fact that they're going to have to run around next year without the Bromwich brothers, without the Cheese, without uh, uh, Kalfusi as well. I mean, are we talking about a top eight next year without the Storm, do you think? That's a lot of Ford power to replace.
0: Yes, agreed. Um, They'd love to
1: know if they can
0: get a full season out of Ryan Pappenhausen fit because Mm. they still have what I see as a big four. They still, If they're fit, they have Pappenhausen, they will have Munster for next year at least. Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant—that's that's that's your, that's your spine, and that's as good as any in the comp. So that's going to give them a chance. But they yeah, they do have to support it. They've signed Qatar, of course, from the Warriors. Tarek Sims it down at the club. Um, yeah, they're going to they're going to need to put something together. I don't know whether they're they're still in the market for some forwards, but you'd like to think they need to sign some. There's no question they they can't get better. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry, they, they will not get better. They can't get better than what they've done through this great era. But will it still be enough to get them in top four contention? I'm not about to write them out of top four contention. But Penrith Penrith's uh, future looks secured for the next few seasons, whereas Melbourne's looks a little more in doubt in terms of being a heavyweight in the competition. Now, I, I still have Melbourne in my eight next year, but I am concerned if I'm a Melbourne fan about, you know, where's the where's the big-name forwards
1: coming from? Yeah, indeed, mate. Indeed, well, and that leaves us one game to talk about, and it's the game that I mentioned to you last week seems to have flown under the radar, two teams, and the Sharks and the Cowboys. And, boy, they, oh. they put an absolute arm wrestle on for us as well, didn't they? Oh, well, I think for quality,
0: it may have been the best game of the weekend, and, and I, I didn't expect the number of points. I mean, I, you know, I've been talking up the Cowboys all year about their defence being real. It confirmed for me, again, a point about them that I've been making this year. There may be teams as fit, but there's no fitter team than the Cowboys. And that has been – that's been the case all year. They, they finished strongly. Um, uh, just Todd Payton's done such an outstanding job and Dean Young and co. with this team, a team that – you know, put your hand up. Did you have the Cowboys in your eight this year? No, my hand's staying down. I, very few people would have. Um, and and genuinely finished off that game. Jason Malolo, best game of the season. Just enormous, his contribution there um, and uh, and the Valentine-Holmes field goal. At the time, look, it didn't even occur to me it was a two-pointer. That's a magnificent strike in, in golden point from 45 metres out. Cowboys, massive hope. Now playing in Townsville in a grand final qualifier in two weeks' time. So they get two weeks just cooling their jets, just preparing for the game. Let me tell you, I'll tell our listeners right now, it's about 27, 28 degrees every day up in Townsville at the moment. You know, that's, that's going to be a shock to the system, to whoever has to play them. Um, you know, imagine uh, Canberra going up there in two weeks' time or, or Parramatta. Um, Cowboys, great hope of playing in the grand final.
1: Massive hope, mate. A Massive hope at home. That home advantage is is, is <laughs> going to be absolutely huge for them. All right, Vossi, uh, i ask you, who's going to win this weekend? Get your crystal ball cool. out.
0: Yeah, don't know, don't know. Um, and, and yeah, for for Parramatta, if Moses doesn't play, I can't tip them. can I cannot tip Parramatta uh, without Mitchell Moses. Um, but if he plays, I'll I'll probably I'll stay with the Eels, but a thriller. Uh, and then for South and Cronulla, ooh, uh, I'll have to wait and see the charge sheet. But I'll go South Sydney. But Tom Burgess, if he's suspended, that that'll be a big loss for the Rabbitohs. Enormous loss. Burgess um, in sort of career best form for 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 his front row play. So I'll go Rabbitohs eels double, and there's zero confidence in that uh,
1: coming to fruition. Ricardo, how's that sound? That sounds good. That sounds good. Thank <laughs> thank you for taking my yeah. confession after <laughs> Sin Sunday, uh, Father Vossi. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you, my son. Uh, yes, all is you, you are forgiven. Um, yeah, whatever you got to do, just. Just play on and be kind to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Go, go well,
1: Vossie. Bye now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tyre Power gives you the power of Zip Pay and Zip Money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit TyrePower.com.au or call 132191.